Welcome back to this week's episode of On The Little Leadership. And this week, I want to talk about the five habits that will kill your leadership authority. There are so many behaviors I could have added onto this list, but these are the five top things that I believe personally, but also what's in the research, will absolutely kill your leadership authority or have you be disrespected or not trusted as a leader, which means you won't be as effective. And also, unfortunately, I've been exposed to far too many narcissistic and disruptive and toxic leaders in my career over my 30 plus years of working that um, have demonstrated most, if not all of these behaviors. What are those behaviors? Well, let's jump right in. The first habit that will kill your leadership authority is lacking clarity. Poor leaders often fail to communicate effectively with their team members. They don't provide clear instructions, fail to share important information, or they avoid difficult conversations altogether. This lack of communication capacity will enable confusion to occur. People will misunderstand the message. Things will not be implemented the way they should be. And there will ultimately be a lack of trust, not just of the leader, but of the team as a whole. The number two habit that will kill your leadership authority is micromanagement. In my experience, people who micromanage are insecure leaders. They micromanage their employees and it can be completely demoralizing to the staff and to the environment. It's often a sign of a lack of competence and that the leader is way over their head in their competency. They've reached what we like to call the competency ceiling and they are struggling and therefore micromanage everything, must know everything, have to have all the details because they feel like they don't know anything and they don't control anything. And so therefore they micromanage everyone around them. So they don't trust their team leaders to actually do their jobs. And so what happens? Well, then they interfere constantly. They're constantly checking in, asking for updates. It's very stifling. People do not like being micromanaged. The third habit that will kill your leadership authority is a lack of flexibility. Poor leaders are rigid and are unwilling to see anybody else's perspectives. They're also very resistant to change. They're unwilling to adapt to new ideas. They really don't want to hear about new processes or technologies. They don't want to hear about a new way of doing things. They just want to do things the way they've always been. And it's their way or the highway. This will affect innovation and progress in the organization and within the team structure. It also creates a state of frustration with team members who might have really great ideas, but are feeling unheard by their leadership. And this lack of willing to do something differently could also affect the performance of that organization because sometimes being innovative will mean more money at the end of the day, more profit, or maybe more efficiencies. The fourth habit that will absolutely kill your leadership authority is a lack of empathy. Poor leaders often lack empathy and emotional intelligence capacity. They're not willing to see what other people's thoughts are. They express their thoughts, they express their direction, and they really don't care how it affects the team members. It's all about the performance and not about the people. This is when leaders don't take the time to understand where they implement big changes, but don't actually take a moment to think and reflect about how it affects the team members and how the rollout might actually cause stress and strain on the team, which could ultimately affect their performance. This lack of empathy will ultimately lead to low morale and high rotation in your staff. The fifth habit that will absolutely kill your leadership authority is the notion of a lack of accountability. And the pivot of that is taking all the credit. So let's address the first thing. So instead of taking full responsibility for what has occurred in an organization, a poor leader who lacks accountability will always go on the blame game. It's always the team's failure, or it's an employee's failure, or it's a process failure. They'll deflect criticism. They'll avoid accountability altogether. 
And they're the ones that are pointing fingers at the staff and the people in meetings. That behavior will completely erode the trust in them as a leader, and it will completely erode the trust and the safety feeling that the team has within itself, and it will ultimately lead to a very toxic environment. The flip side of this is that a poor leader will also take all the credit. So when things go wrong, it's everybody else's fault, but when things go right, it's all them. Poor leaders take all the successes and they rarely give credit where credit is due to an individual or to the team. This is extremely demoralizing. I've had this happen to me and my team members have experienced this as well, where toxic leaders took all of the glory of things that went right and never once thought about the effort and the work that went behind all of that, that the teams put forward, you know, the grit that we all put forward to make that happen. Not appreciating your staff is a huge red flag when it comes to leadership. And I'm going to give you a bonus thing. If you do this thing as a leader in your organization, I can guarantee you that your leadership authority will be completely decimated. And that is if you mansplain or use insensitive language. This one is really clear. But if you identify as male and you're talking to someone who identifies as female and you're doing it in a way that is explanatory and condescending in tone, guess what? You're mansplaining. That condescending tone, the use of insensitive language will absolutely kill the respect that others have in you as soon as you start acting in that way. So with that, I want you to take a deep and hard look at how you lead yourself in your organization right now. And do you have any of these behaviors in your repertoire as a leader? I'm going to encourage and recommend that you take a solid look at those behaviors and see where you can start to take active changes so that you can start to improve your leadership capacity. One thing I can recommend is follow this channel, subscribe, because on this channel, I go through all sorts of ways that you can improve yourself as a leader. You can also go down below. I have links. If you really want some help with this, I might be able to support you in that. There are links down below where you can connect to me directly in my calendar, and we can have a chat to see how and if I can help you. And if you're being told that you have potential, but you're not an executive yet, and you want to start demonstrating more leadership presence, I suggest you watch the next video on executive presence, because that's going to help start to turn the tide around for you. And finally, if you're listening to this on a podcast, make sure you follow because I am here regularly with this kind of content. And if you're on YouTube right now, I would love to hear in the comments below, has a leader ever demonstrated these behaviors to you? And what other toxic behaviors did I not include in this list that you think should have been included in this list. I would love to hear in the comments what your thoughts are on that. Thanks again for being here for this week's episode of On the Level Leadership. Remember, I am here pretty routinely with this kind of content. If you like it, subscribe and follow. And until next time, folks, take care.